It's time for Done Being Single with your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. If you're dating the same type over and over again, making the same mistakes and not finding love, then you're not done being single. What you need is some tough love dating intervention, Trevor and Robbie style. Whether you're new to dating or have been dating forever, we've got you covered. Now, here are your hosts, Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Big ovation right here in the office here. It's lovely. Thank you so much. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Uh, First off, I just want to say that we are in solidarity with the marchers today. Oh, yeah. Really powerful stuff going on in Washington and all around the country. Yes. Uh, I wanted to say something, but I wasn't sure if it was appropriate. But you know what? It's it's what's happening, and we're what's happening, and, you know, we're here to cover everything about what's happening in our world, and that's happening. So, right on. Uh, I want to, we want to talk today about online dating, specifically uh, the problem of line. And I, I, I love this subject so much because I hate the problem so much. Mm-hmm. And there, there is a, a good deal of it going on. And um, the title of today's show is called Online Dating, Are You a Pro or a Con? And uh, I want to take this moment to ask you to ask yourselves, who are you online? Are you a straight shooter or a con job? Mm-hmm. Do you lie about your age, height, weight, income, marital status, or do you tell the truth and hope for the best? So ask yourself that. I, I am, I'm going to say right now I'm a little guilty of both, and I will tell you why in a little bit. But today we are delving into the shady world of online dating with its liars, bullshitters, and yes, some very good people too. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, this is a subject that uh, when we first started the show, uh, I immediately wanted to do something about this because I encountered it when I was single. I hear that it's still going on. It's not really something that has cured or people are no longer doing it. It is still a constant thing that is happening out there, especially in the dating world. And uh, it just has to do with, it's our choice. What What do we choose to put out there? And is there a desired effect? And what is the real effect that is caused by that? And for example, pictures. People put up pictures on dating sites. And these could be current pictures. These could be pictures from 15, 20 years ago. And uh, are these the images of themselves that they want to have the world see? as they were or as they are. And I think what this is about is you are setting yourself up when you are deceiving others. You're setting yourself up for that moment when hopefully you do meet somebody and they look at you and they say, oh my gosh, you don't look anything like yeah, that it's, picture. Yeah, it's, it's a bad precedent. Uh, it's, it's not a good way to start off anything, but I'm going to say something in defense of liars because... Um, Online dating is hard. It is fucking hard, okay? You have, uh, and anybody who's who's been online can attest to this, you've got like a second, if not less, to make an impression. Um, and people are visual. So, you know, you're, you're having to 
jump off the page, be good looking, be charming, witty, and and fantastic, and you have about a second to grab someone's attention. So it's really hard. So I get why people post older pictures. I get why they lie. I get why they, um, I, I understand I have some, some compassion for that um, because it's, it's not easy. I will admit now that I did lie on a, uh, a couple of dating profiles, oh, oh, not, not having anything to do with my, my appearance, but mm. what I wanted. And I, this was at a time when I wanted to have kids. And I thought, you know, I better not say it because I may be scaring people away. So I didn't. I just said, I think there's a couple boxes or a few boxes you can check. You know, I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. I'm looking to date. I'm looking to keep it casual. I can't remember now. It's been a while, but I'm looking for... Oh, cruel. Okay. That's really bad. I'm glad you didn't do that. Okay, I mean, thank you. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's, not, it's not. I mean, I can laugh now. Yes, but, but but at the time, it was a thing I really, really wanted, and I thought I shouldn't say it because that's it. Clock ticking, clock ticking, and I didn't want to chase anybody away. So, so that was my my lie. But then I think that was kind of a uh, a legitimate lie. I don't think anybody would have problems with me with that. But I do think that lying about your everything else is probably not a great idea, especially if you end up meeting that person. And I have had situations where I did meet dates and they were 20 pounds heavier, 20 20 years older, and uh, wearing a bad toupee. So, All right. Well, let's talk about uh, what the perception is when you put out something that is not honest. The perception is coming from you right now. You are hoping to be perceived as that image, that age, whatever that is, but you are setting up down the road for that moment when you may meet somebody and they are going to feel like they were deceived. Uh, Is that going to be a pleasant moment? Is that going to be a moment of confrontation where uh, that other person is going to look at across the table and say, boy, if they deceive me on this little subject, uh, what else are they going to be deceiving me about? I don't, I, I, I'm going to give again, some, some credit to online daters because it doesn't necessarily mean you're a pathological liar just because you say, you know, that you're, these may be 10 10 years younger than you really are. And I get there are search mechanisms in place that everybody says, well, Oh, here's another thing. They say how old they, they say how old they are in in the in the top part of the bio, and then um, lower down it says, "Well, but I'm really, I'm really 55." Because the filtering process. Yes, 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 yes. They they do not want. Let's say a woman is 55, and she puts down that she's 48, because she feels that men that are in she may be attracted to men that are in their 40s or even in their 50s that are looking to date women that are younger and not her age. So she'll put down a younger age, but in the body of, yes, the, in the, body of, of the, the post, the, she will say her, her, real, her yes, real age. Yes, I guess yes. that is one way around being a little dishonest. Yes. So you kind of fool the filtering process of that dating site 
and you and I are kind well, of okay. Out of so that when game. you when you when you would meet someone uh, and she was not what she was online, what was your initial reaction? Well, luckily, I don't have uh, real a lot of experiences. Uh, were they true? That, to, were they, they true were pretty, to who they were? They were pretty true, and uh, the qualification process did in you, advance uh, filtered did you vet, that out. Did you vet them pretty good? I, I had some extreme vetting. Yes, you had some extreme <laughs> vetting in place. Yes, I did, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that I. I I encourage that in people. Yes, extreme vetting. Okay. Well, uh, I, I do too. Except that you know, then you run the risk of staying online too long. Right. So obviously, it works both ways. Uh, men will put down that they are younger, where uh, I think uh, our guest today has a a, a very interesting story. Yeah. About I. That. Um, oh, by the way, I wanted to say that we are we have a fantastic guest with us, uh, and she's going to come on uh, after the break. Julie Spira who is America's top online dating expert and digital matchmaker. She's going to be here to give us the lowdown and answer your questions. And I uh, just want to, I'm remembering an online, a date I had with a guy who said he was 50. And this was about 10 years ago. So he said he was 50. And then I met him and he was not 50. He Mm. was solid 60 a solid, if not more, and and a good-looking 60. And I actually, I said to him, uh, Phil, although I don't remember his name, but I hope it wasn't Phil. It, it wasn't Phil. Okay. But, you know, that's my go-to name when I don't know someone's <laughs> name. I always say, it's always Phil. Phil. Okay. I don't know why. Um, so I said, Phil, you know, let me ask you something. Why didn't you just be honest with your age? I mean, you're a good-looking guy. What's the matter? You, you should feel good about yourself. And I, I sort of busted him a little bit because he wasn't. And I said, did you, are you older than you said you were? And he said, yes, I am. And, but, but I tried to make him feel better about himself. Oh, that was nice of you. But do you think and then I never a, saw him again. a security thing in men, insecurity, uh, confidence? What is it that you think causes it, it, men to do this? Uh, because they know they won't get younger women. And should they be looking for younger women? Well, that's, that's a whole another, other that's a whole other episode. But it, it is, but Ageism. it isn't. I think it's something that uh, is a a result of them feeling they should be tr- going after younger women. So I need to put forth a younger age, so I am not then filtered I, you out know what? of that then search. Fine. Then you know what? Then say it, and then and don't lie about it. Okay, I don't care what, it, and I'm going to save my rant till the very end of this broadcast because I, I, I'm, I feel Good. like I said, I feel I, you know, there's an issue with lying, and I don't like it, and you know, we do it. Everyone's done it. Uh, I think it's honestly is the best policy, regardless. Just, you just have to take a deep breath, plug your nose, and you know, leap and hope that you find what you're looking for. My bigger issues. More than the weight and the height and the finances and and um, oh, the marital status I think is Meaning like they are shameful. Not separated, or they say oh, they're separated. Or, I've yes, yeah. I think there are a lot of people online that are really secretly still married, and they're just testing the water. You know, they're just putting their foot in the water, and um, that is shameful practice. People, don't do not do that. Uh, and you're going to be caught. And I, I, I'm pretty sure that I dated a guy a couple times who was still married. And mm-hmm. how do I know this? A, because I've got a good bullshit detector. 
Uh, B, because I've been around the block a few times, and and C, because the guy texted, 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 and oh, yeah, and right. that is a dead giveaway. That's a giveaway. That is a DGA, mm-hmm. as I like to say, a dead giveaway. The guy texted so much, he never called, um, and it led me to believe that, you know what, I don't believe he's single. I really don't. And it just... Um, and I ended up just not responding to him anymore. But that's a big problem. The, but the bigger, even bigger, bigger problem is the bait and switch. It is the are the people that uh, somehow you meet them and then you go out with them a few times and then they change the story or they change the, the conditions of the terms and, and suddenly they want something else. Okay? So I'm going to say with that... I'm a little, I'm going to give some, cut some slack to online daters because again, you don't, you have this, and I know I'm speaking from experience. I didn't want to scare anybody away with my true feelings, with my true desires. I eventually told them my true desires, but you know, and you could call me a little bait and switch, but Mm. I don't really, I think that's a bad practice. You're my little bait and switch. Thank you, honey. Thanks, Lovey. I'm your I'm your live bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, uh, that being said, uh, we are going to go to our first break and uh, come back with our guest, uh, Julie, Julie Spira. Spira. Uh, Spira. Sorry, Julie. And uh, we will be back in a minute. Now, back to done being single with dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Let me do it. Okay. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, I want to, before we bring on our uh, guest, Julie Spira, I want to just encourage everybody to call in with questions. uh, 888-346-9141. 888-346-9141. Operators are standing by. To take your calls. And uh, let's uh, introduce Julie. She is known as the cyber dating expert. And yes, she is. She was an early adopter of internet dating and has been helping singles find love for online for 24 years. She's been a frequent guest in the media, having appeared in over 1,500 news stories, including ABC, CBS, CNN, NBC, and more. She, her dating advice can be found on sites, including eHarmony, JDate, Match, Plenty of Fish, and Zoosk. And... If that's not enough, she's the author of the bestseller, The Perils of Cyber Dating, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic Looking for Love Online. And she ranks as the most influential person in social media on the subjects of dating and online dating. Uh Welcome, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hello. Hello, Trevor and Robbie. Happy to be here. Great to have you. So I got to say, Julie, you were uh, big props to you. You were on this years ago. You were uh, like really um, in on the ground floor in this whole online dating um, crazy world. So you must have known this was going to be big and you were in it and you've seen it all, I'm sure, and heard it all. I have, and and I think that you know, being being part of this industry even before Match.com got launched, yes, I have I have seen it all, and it's I knew it was going to be a growing industry. I knew everybody was going to embrace it. I didn't really know about Facebook and Twitter yet, but I knew that we were getting to the point where this was going to be the way that people were eventually going to be finding their partner and not be embarrassed about it. Okay, so when you're talking to clients or or uh, fans and followers, and this this topic of line comes up, what do you do? How do you advise them? It comes up every time. 
every time I work on an irresistible profile for a single, regardless of their age, they ask me, what should I put down for my real age? So I can honestly say, honestly, <laughs> that the best news is more and more people that I'm working with are willing to and are fine with using their real age than they were years ago when it was so much easier to hide what you were doing because there were no checks and balances in place. You didn't have mutual friends on Facebook. But here's an example. I had a woman who's 48. She says, you know, I'm going to be honest about my age, but why am I attracting 70-year-olds? That's not what I want. And then we just need to dig in deeper to the profile and put in keywords about youthful and energetic and things that make her seem young and fun. Is that well, wrong you, to, if she uh, was, if 70-year-olds were attracted yeah, to her? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, that, it's, can you blame a guy? Yeah. No, because guys will always go younger because they can, especially if they're looking at, you know, a second marriage or a third marriage or they've gotten out of a long-term relationship and they have ability, men have the ability to date with a much wider span. They can go a lot younger and, you know, they can go a lot older, whereas women typically, you know, are going older and a little bit younger. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, what about for you, Robbie? Was that the case? Did you go younger, and did you ever lie about your age? Uh, no, I never lied about my age, but I was uh, I I had threw a wide net out there, uh, age appropriate, my age, and usually my age and younger. I don't think I went my age and older so much uh, on any sites I was on. Yeah, I cast a pretty wide net. I was, uh, you know, I say this all the time. I'm an equal opportunity dater, mm-hmm. you know, and you never know. I mean, like I said at the beginning of the show, online dating, as you know, Julie, is so hard. It's just so hard. But, you know, you got to be who you are. And I would I would suspect that's how you, you tell what you tell people. Because if you're not, you're going to be found out. That's so hard. Yeah, you're going to be, you're, you're going to be busted. (laughs) You're going to be busted. And by the way, what about this, the, um, the issue of being insecure? How do you, how do you help people get around and past that and above it and through it? And I think that's the biggest issue is people are insecure. So I think part of what I do as a dating coach is I really work on, you know, really ramping up the confidence level so somebody can look in the mirror and go, I would date me. (laughs) I love myself enough to want to date me. And if you feel that way about yourself and you feel secure that it doesn't matter that nine people write to you that you would never be interested in, I care about the the one out of ten that you would be interested in. And do you find, uh, I mean, I'm not familiar with how many, if women send out a lot of interest or emails to prospective guys, I know guys do that just because of the percentages they are always against them anyway, that if they can send out 30 interested emails, they may get three, four back or something, which is, you know, 10%, which is not bad. So uh, is that the same for women? It's, it's 10% is, is really the norm, at least as you say, with guys writing to women. But we look at apps like Bumble, you know, where the women make the first move. And when I talk to men, I say, so what sites are you on? What apps are you on? What do you like? The men love Bumble because they're so burnt out in doing what you say, Robbie, writing to 10 women and getting one response. So when a man receives a message from a woman on Bumble, he's like, ah, a breath of fresh air. You know, this person, if I write to, will write me back. That's really fascinating because I, I have zero experience with Bumble uh, as a newly married person. Let's uh, hope you never so do. I, and yeah, no interest in <laughs> finding that out. Uh, but I'm I'm curious as to does that 
set the relationship up differently than a normal relationship where it would be a guy pursuing a woman as opposed to the woman uh, pursuing the guy first? Not at all. Men love the chase. We all know that. It goes back to caveman days. But when we're looking at the digital dating world, if a man gets the cue he's not going to get rejected, then the conversation starts and the woman goes into her feminine energy and she lets the man pursue and say, I'd like to call you. Can I, take, can I meet you? Can we hop on the phone? Um, are you free next Tuesday? So as long as the woman isn't saying, hey, it's great to meet you, and will you go out with me on Tuesday or Thursday night and picks up the bill, I'm not saying to women, you know, <laughs> take on the guy responsibilities, the traditional guy responsibilities. Mm-hmm. I'm saying let him know he's not going to get rejected, and then let him be the man and pursue once the conversation starts. That's okay. Do, Makes sense. Do you find that lying is the biggest problem in your work Lying, you know, unfortunately, was the new. It became the new normal, and that's. Uh, but the question is, is okay with truth in advertising. Where do you draw the line between the age versus I'm married, pretending I'm single? Those are two big different buckets of lies, and so. While I'm not a proponent of people lying about their age, and not, none of us are, we all want honesty. People are doing it, and they're going to continue to do it, which is why I like what you mentioned earlier, Robbie, where somebody puts a little disclaimer in their profile and says, by the way, I'm really, I'm really 51 instead of 48, you know, to fit in a search, but my photos are all accurate, and I hope you find that refreshing. Because men are visual, and if the photos are accurate and they're captioned and you know exactly what year they were taken in so they aren't prom shots, then then a man typically will lighten up on that one thing because, A, the person came clean right away, and B, mm-hmm. do they look like their photos? Yes, good, I'll have a good experience. What about, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I think it does soften the blow if you are able to see uh honesty in the post that says, I'm really not 49, I'm really 54, or whatever it is. And that shouldn't make a difference anyway, but for some people uh, it does. We have an email that we got um, right before the show, uh, and this has to do with um, gay gay dating, um, or gating, <laughs> if that's a gating. word. Um, so I want to read it to you, and Julie, I want your thoughts, okay? Julie, you there? <laughs> yep, Hello, I'm Julie? Okay. Okay. Uh, a few weeks, this is from someone named Nicole. A few weeks ago, I received a direct message from a woman who said, I am so glad that I changed my profile to buy today. Love your profile. I noticed she changed her profile back to straight. Toying with people is not cool. Why the F are there also so many women labeling themselves as heteroflexible? They want to give it a try. What does that mean? Trying to fool around. Sick of men's bullshit. Uh, the grass is not greener. People are people and can have the same crap with a woman, even though sounds good. Us women get each other in a different way. So um, there is line definitely in that section of the dating world as well. And so what are what are your thoughts there for, you know, people like speaking of wanting to put a foot in the, the lady pond? <laughs> 
Well, if somebody's willing to say, even for a split second, that that they're bisexual or bi-curious, and I think there are a lot more bi-curious women out there or bisexual women that they're willing to admit to because, again, people online want to put the best version of themselves. It's sort of like what you said earlier, Trevor. You don't want to talk about wanting to have children, so you don't mention it. People don't really say exactly who they are about because they're afraid they might offend someone, they might shorten the amount of, uh, of potential uh, suitors coming their way. But to, to swap your profile, if you're going to say you're straight, say you're straight. And if you're going to say you're bi and you're really not short, then leave it that way. But no. it sounds to me like somebody was sort of messing around or they were not sure about their own identity. But I, I don't believe in tugging with heartstrings. No, not a, not a good practice. By the way, I have to say she took a, a screenshot of the of the profile and some of these terms someone are i got it i just have to ask if people have heard these terms queer woman gender fluid gender queer transgender and my favorite is pansexual which i'm going to call robbie a pansexual because he's just a, he's just uh uh, he has cast a, a cast iron. iron. Okay, so that's, My that's, husband Robbie, for everybody who doesn't know, is a p- cast iron enthusiast. Okay. So he's now a pansexual. <laughs> so he's Thank a pansexual. Pan, okay. But there's also heteroflexible, sapiosexual. What is these are, I, I'm going to interrupt sapio- because I am what we call a sapiosexual. But I am sapio. that person. I don't okay. list it in my profile, but I'm the person who is so turned on by intellect. But the problem mm. is, is a lot of people don't know what that term means. So don't put in this lingo and this person looks like they went through an entire dictionary. If the person you might be writing to has no clue what you're talking about. There's a lot of options out there today. It's not like what, what it was when we were back in the dark ages, which is really the, when did you get online, Robbie? Uh, you know, 1993, 94. Kind of it is older. just the wild, wild mm-hmm. west, man. I mean, anything goes. It's so many different, like, variations and, and options. Um, okay, here we go. Are we uh, going we are to going, break? We are going to a break. But we're going to come okay, back everybody. We're going to break you. for more um, action and um, dating advice and intervention if you need it. And who doesn't? Uh, call 888-346-9141. And we will talk to you guys some more or talk to Julie after the break. And now, back to Dunbing Single. With dating badasses Trevor and Robbie Sharp. Thank you. Uh, I'm Shadow Stevens. Yes, in case you did not know, that was Shadow Stevens. Big fan of the show. Yes. Although he's not done being single. I mean, he is. He's not single. He's not done being married. Nice job. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's our next show. Yes, that's uh, the sister uh, show. (laughs) Done being married. (laughs) Uh, Take two. All right, Uh, we are back with Julie. And uh, Julie, you, you have a, a, a great story about uh, someone that you met that uh, may have been uh, deceiving you about his age. And uh, could you share that with us, please? I absolutely can. And I, and I hope those listening will really take this to heart. There is a guy, I won't say what, light, what site he was on, but he's terrific. He's the absolute full package. He owns multiple homes. He doesn't lie about and pretend they're his homes. They really are. He travels the world. He's philanthropic. He's retired, and he's extremely energetic and really 
sincerely a lovely guy that wants a monogamous, serious relationship. He's not afraid of marriage. He's been married uh, several times. His profile says he's 66 years old. And he's looking for women that are sort of, you know, 35, 40 to 55. Um, The thing about him is he's a little bit high profile. And, you know, one Google search shows that he's AD. Two years old. We're talking 16, 17 years of lying about the age. That's a decade and a half. Um, that certainly you know, breaks any of my rules of netiquette. And I sat down with him and I said, because I know him, how could you do this? You're, you're looking at women younger than your daughter when you bring so much to the table and you're such a terrific person already. It sends this message that you are super insecure and that you want to have potentially casual sex with women younger than your children. Why are you doing this when you're such a great guy and such a great catch? Obviously, he doesn't want to date women who are 80 to 90 years old. But to put such a huge, I've never seen in my life 17 years, and that's what he did. And, of course, you know, I got a hold of him, and, uh, you know, that changed. Did, did it change? What it, oh, yeah, what it yeah, I ripped him silly. I said, do you, do you oh, want me to bust good. it publicly, or do you want to be honest about your age? He's still not honest about his age. He's saying he's 70. Two or seventy-three. He's ten years off, but boy, okay. that's you know, instead of two decades, it's one decade. But he's still able to uh, date who he wants to date, age-wise. But he's putting out there that he's much younger, so he is already opening himself up for anybody he meets who sees him will say, uh, <clears throat> "There's a little imbalance here in terms of what you put out and who you really are." Right. So, you know, he's having a hard time connecting with women, and it's an obvious reason why. They go on the date, and they see somebody closer in age to their father than to themselves, and they're like, "Mm, this isn't for me. I want somebody younger. And so that's a real big deal. I mean, no one goes out and meets someone at a party and says, oh, wow, you're really great. You're so interesting. I, I love talking to you. By the way, can you tell me your age? But when you're online, age or age range, at least, is really important when you're marketing yourself, and that's what you're doing. You're marketing yourself to find a potential date or a mate. Yes, and I think that this falls in the insecurity uh, category for a lot of men who just don't feel confident putting out who they really are. They they need to embrace who they are. They need to embrace the age they are. Uh, That is a virtue. That's not something to run away from. Uh, and hopefully you will find a woman, if, if you are 82 years old and you're vibrant and you're active, uh, then the woman should not be worried that he's 82. He may only last two years. Make it a great two years. Make, you know, whatever Make it, a great it is. Two years. Exactly. Don't, My grandfather is separate. They got married at 87 to a 73-year-old woman. And, you know, when he met her, he didn't care that she was 73. And if, he happened, if she happened to have been 80 and he was 87, he would have been equally as happy just to have companionship with somebody that got him. Somebody. Where was my mother when you're, that's your dad, did you say? My grandfather. Oh, my God. I'm still yeah. trying to fix my mom, my mom up all these years. Anybody? Anybody? Crickets? She's hot. There are crickets there. I mean, you know, my mom's, she's, she's hot, but she is of a certain age, and it's tough, and she'll never go online. Those days were, those days have gone. But, um... I want to just say something about the, okay, so so say, aside from appearance, what happens when you do meet someone and um, they bait and switch? The dirty, filthy practice of baiting and switching 
uh, they t- say you say one thing online and then you meet them and get to know them and maybe kind of fall in love a little bit and then they drop the bomb. And, and what happens then? It's really um, an explosion. Whatever the bomb is. Yeah, I think the biggest issue I see are those people that say that they are divorced when, in fact, they are separated or they're mm-hmm. separated with a divorce pending. And I once dated somebody many years ago who said he was divorced, and he's a terrific guy, and he's looking for a serious relationship. He was an attorney. He was smart. He was everything. And then I asked him what his docket number was because I wanted to take a peek and see when his divorce is final, and he starts to backpedal. And he didn't know. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You're an attorney. You should know your docket number. As in, he continued to backpedal. I found out that he hadn't filed for divorce yet. They were separated, yeah. but they didn't file for divorce. And I said, why didn't you put separated on your profile instead of divorce? He said, because I did that at first and nobody wanted to go out with me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. All right. That's bringing up another level of... Uh, emotional dishonesty where I think that there are people that are in uh, unhappy marriages and relationships and uh, they uh, will find themselves late at night on their computers and um, getting into emotional relationships with uh, people they meet online with no intention of meeting, but they're trying to just get that bond with somebody that they may not be achieving in their own relationship. And, uh, yeah, um, I think they're, and then, uh, well, I, I'm actually ahead of you. I'm thinking even more, more line, more layers of line uh, as as you meet someone. And and sometimes people don't even have to meet. They don't even have to get offline. The the practice of uh, of breadcrumbing and and I don't know. This is this is probably worthy you of need another. To explain what that is. Okay. You know, we got. We're gonna probably have to do another another show just based on you know certain practices of digital dating, which are just hideous, like breadcrumbing, uh, benching. I wrote a blog post on this. Ghosting, gaslighting, uh, love bombing. That's the newest one I just read about. But but Julie, I know you see this a lot, and I know our listeners know what I'm talking about. Maybe they don't. Breadcrumbing when you just you kind of throw just enough bait in the water to keep people, to keep someone swimming, a little text here and there, keep them kind of on the hook, which is, they're they're not really being completely, you know, in the interest of full disclosure, uh, completely transparent with what they want, and which I find is just so manipulative. And then benching, uh, where you might have several people you're dating and you keep someone on the bench, but you're not, you don't exactly play them. You don't put them into the game, but you have them on the bench just in case things get slow or you get lonely or horny and you have them there, but you're not honest. You're not telling them straight up. This is what I'm looking for. This is who I am. These are my limits. This is what I can do. This is what I can offer. Uh, those are the, the deeper layers of line that just, um, Burn my ass, as as they say, uh, and then gaslighting, which is making somebody feel like they're crazy, and ghosting, uh, where they just fade away, and don't have the balls or the spine or the decency to say, hey, you know, you're great, but this isn't a match, or I'm not into it, and uh, you know, thank you very much. So, Julie, you know, you you have tons of experience with this. What do you do? 
when you're being benched, ghost, ghost busted, <laughs> and breadcrumbed. I, I think the worst thing for me is still and always has been ghosting, and we see that 70 to 90 percent of singles have been ghosted or ghosted themselves um, at some point. The other areas, you know, with all these fun little fancy names, and they're definitely like all over Urban Dictionary, I think part of that is part of the dating process. And if we look at the dating, is many people date multiple people, especially online, until they decide they want to be exclusive with someone. Uh, you will find people in these other benching, gaslighting, and breadcrumbing experiences, not necessarily knowing what those labels are. But the fact is, until someone says, I want you to be my girlfriend, I'd like to be your boyfriend, and both parties you know, agree to be exclusive and they take their profiles down, those are just part of the dating process. They just now have new labels. It's uh, despicable, if you ask me. It's just shameful and hideous. Uh, Unless lying. somebody says, by the way, I really like you, you need to know I just started dating and I'm not interested in being exclusive yet. Be honest with it from up the front. That's what the whole topic of today's theme is about being honest. But don't sit there with a Friday night date telling them that you're crazy about them, you think you're falling in love with them, and say that to your Saturday night date while you tell your <sighs> Friday night date you're going oh, away for the weekend with family. That's really no a problem. That's, That's where players come in. And by the way, both women and men, you know, can play the game. So if uh, let's go back to an example to uh, if somebody mentions to me that uh, they're not interested in being uh, exclusive they are looking to date and that's that's okay that's fine but I, I I could be hurt by that obviously you may hurt somebody not because of of my ego being hurt but because uh, now does this mean I am investing time in somebody now that uh, is not on the same page as me and I guess it's important to kind of find out earlier than later if it is, is important case. to find out earlier. And if someone says, I'm not interested in being exclusive yet, I hope I can get there someday, but I just started dating, my profile's been up for three days, then you continue to date other people as well and, you know, don't take your clothes off. Ah, uh, that's a good one. And then you won't that, find that, yourself hurt as easily. That lends itself to our episode for next week. Yeah, too, we're so actually, we're gonna, which we're, we'll, and we'll get, into, we'll get that into that in the next segment. But yes, um, that is important, uh, and I think it's a, a, I think it's a, a good response from the person that's being told uh, that that uh, they're not looking to be exclusive. Is that that person can also say, well, thank you for that. I, you know, me neither. I am I'm dating. I'm interested in meeting some people and finding out who I like and what I like. And uh, so it, I think that's positive. I I happen to think that that technology is just the death of romance. And I, I want another, I want an episode, uh, d- an entire episode devoted to that. Because uh, I think, and Julie, I don't know, maybe you're, you're in agreement with me on this. I think technology has just sucked the damn life out of romance. And I, I feel really strongly about this in so many levels and because of texting, because of all that. But you know what? I want to hear your thoughts. We're going to go to break. And um, we're going to talk more to Julie Spira, cyber expert, cyber dating expert extraordinaire. See you on the backside. And now back to Done Being Single with Married Couple and Dating Ass Kickers, Trevor and Robbie Scharf. 
That's right, people. Bend over. <laughs> You're going to get it. You're getting ass, ass kicking right now. Ass kissers too. So, uh, so we are back with Julie Spira, and uh, you know, Julie, uh, the hour has been mostly about lying, and uh, we want to know: Are there some good takeaways here for people? Because uh, you know, my thing has been: I, I believe honesty is the best policy, always. Uh, and does that apply to dating? I think it does. Does it apply to business? I think it does. Does it apply to uh, how you conduct yourself personally? Yes, I think it does. Uh, can I be better? Yes, I, I believe I can be better at that too. Uh, so what takeaways can people get uh, from this to apply to, uh, let's say, dating? I think the most important thing is every man wants to be with a woman who is really confident Every woman wants to be with a man who's really confident. They want to be with a woman who walks in the room and heads turn. And they may, she may be a little overweight and she may be a little bit older, but she walks in like, oh, she owns that room. So I really want to challenge everyone to walk into a room like you own the room because you are so confident that the world's going to want to be, you know, in your playground. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah, hard, hard to do, but, you know, with practice. It can be done. I, I would also add to that, um, you are you are fabulous and incredible. You are your own person. You're, you're you are unique and special. And uh, as as far as lying about any part of you, I would really hesitate uh, and really ask yourself to what end, for what purpose can you can you find uh, confidence in yourself and acceptance, can you make peace with whatever it is that you feel compelled to lie about? Can you own that and not not use it or think of it as a liability, but something that makes you as an asset that makes you you? Is that is that asking too much of people? It's really not. If you can take the analogy of you put together a LinkedIn profile and maybe a recruiter is going to find you. Um, are you going to lie about the amount of years you were at your last company and, and extend it by two or three years? You're going to get caught. Are you going to lie about your title and say you were vice president when you were a manager? You're going to get caught. So if you can take that same level of integrity towards what you would put on your digital photo profile for LinkedIn and look at that for your online profile for dating. And if you can just be as confident about that as you are about your business profile, and by the way, jobs could last a year to three years, but hopefully the person you find online is going to be the one that you can spend the rest of your life with. And if somebody has been putting up pictures of themselves from 20 years ago as their main profile picture, should they put a date on there? So people are saying, oh, okay, that's a great picture of you from 20 years ago. Uh, How about a current picture? At least they're not thinking that that's what you look like today. I've always believed in captioning photos, and there's also this rule of thumb. You're only as good as your worst photo in your profile. So if all these profile pictures look good, and then the last two show you today, and it looks like it's your mother instead of yourself, then you really have some explaining to do, which means take off the old shots, unless you're putting in a really interesting shot from high school of when you were a cheerleader or when you were president of student council, and you caption it as such. 
That is, uh, that's good advice. Uh, I would say the same thing. And I would also say to anybody who's online now or thinking of getting online or testing things, uh, you know, it's being single, not easy. Being uh, online, not easy. Uh, you're, it's, you're competing. You're in a big dating pool. You're competing with other people. Uh, it's imperative that you look good and take good care of yourself and as good as you can. And then the rest, as long as you are happy and satisfied with who you are, then own it. Just be who you are, even if it, it is 10 pounds or 20 pounds heavier. So maybe, and this is, I'm going into my rant is, right now. Oh, wait, I'm going into is, my tip of the week. Rants and raves. Wait, is yeah. it, is well, tip it's of the a week? rant. It's a tip. It's, tip of the week. Yeah, you got to let, you know, Shadow needs to know which one we're doing. Uh, it, it's kind of everything. Okay. Um I don't care if you're 10 pounds overweight or you think you're too old or you're too short or you're too bald or you want to get married or you just want to hook up or you want kids or you or you hate kids. Don't lie about it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because the most attractive thing about you is honesty. Right. So be truthful because it is sexy. It truth and honesty are so sexy. And yes, Julie, having confidence and owning your shit is it's it's sort of it's sort of sexy, right? Very, Very sexy. So. Yes. So, okay, Julie, uh, yeah. anything else uh, we want to wrap up here? Um, tell us about your book. We have to, we have a we have to sure, talk about uh, my book is and we're going to talk about cyber dating. Um, Confessions of a Hopeful Romantic, Looking for Love Online. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it on um, Amazon and on Audible. I actually narrated the audiobook version um, fairly recently, and so that's the most updated version. And you will laugh, you will cry, but you know what? You will relate to it, and you will realize it's a, it's a romantic journey, and that's what we're all on, a romantic journey, hoping to find love. And sometimes we fall a little bit along the way. Right on. We're all for that. And uh, speaking about thank you, back Julie. To, thank you, Julie. Thanks Very for, much for, for joining us. Show. And thank you for having me. And uh, we're going to talk about next week's show now. Next week's show is all about sex. Wow. And don't get that excited, or actually, do get that excited. All right. Well, you know. uh, we're going to talk about sex <laughs> because it's everyone's favorite subject. Why not? And uh, we will be recording live from our bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk about sex and dating and when to have it specifically, at what point, Mm -hmm. and as it pertains to what your needs are, and which makes all the difference in the world as well. Oh, sorry. Not 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 how to have sex. Not how... Well, you know, listen, if you're that horny and you need to bang away or get drilled, uh, it's a, who are we to judge? You know what? Whatever works. Whatever. Yes. So, but that's what we're going to be talking about is, um, is sex. Okay. Well, uh, so get in the mood, people. Pour yourself a glass of wine, light a candle, get nice and... Uh, Those Guinnesses from last week were very nice. It was a very we, nice we touch. May have we may to, have to break out some tequila. Yeah, actually. yeah. So things are going to get hot and they're going to get, you know, <laughs> they're going to get a little passionate. And we hope you call in uh, and or write in because the conversation continues. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Julie Spira, for joining us today. 
And uh, we may have a guest next week. We may not, but uh, we'll have uh, some great Oh, no, no. We want, we want people. We want we, you guys to call in with your sex stories, your dating sex stories, your advice, because we all have it. I have a ton. Um, I'm although I'm a virgin, you know, so it's going to be hard for me because <laughs> I really have no experience. I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. That was yeah. That was okay. You didn't know I was Stop the late. The blo- joke. <laughs> All right. Well, I was I a late blooming virgin. Did you know that? Are you going to get into that now? Uh, baby, I gave it up to you when when I married you. I gave it all up to you. Okay. Thanks for that and uh, we will see everybody next week and everybody have a great safe week and to all the marchers we are with you more power to the people thanks for listening this week to done being single join Trevor and Robbie Sharp every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific see you next week on done being single